It is 720 WGN, Mark Harmon, Joe Brand, and the man of the hour, Garrett Crochet, the White Sox first round draft pick number 11 overall. Garrett, uh, so I've been reading about you. I feel uncomfortable with how much I actually know about you now. So let's just start with the fact that were you really a nuclear engineering major? Is that true? Uh, yeah, for my freshman year, it was for in-state tuition. I eventually was able to switch to finance to save my GPA. But yeah, I did start out as that. What What's the most <laughs> difficult part of nuclear engineering? Uh, chemistry. I uh, I never really made it past that one, to be honest. Okay, all right. Because I was, you know, this is okay, Garrett. <laughs> I, I I started out my college career trying to be a business major at the University of Iowa, and they didn't have the GPA for that. And then I tried communications, and he did a two five for that. That didn't work out. <laughs> so 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 I got a psychology degree. It's it's okay. You're you know I'm not we're not you're not being judged too harsh here. But I did read here, Joe Brand. Nuclear engineering is the branch of engineering concerned with the application of breaking down the atomic nuclei, of combining an atomic nuclei, of fusing it uh, with the application of the subatomic processes. Garrett, does that make any sense to you? Uh, yeah, I know some of those words. The others went right over my head. I, I would try to stay as far away as possible from something like that, so kudos to you just on, <laughs> on doing that. Uh, hey, Garrett, just, just baseball sense, a, a guy growing up in Missouri and, and going to Tennessee, what did you know about the White Sox before you knew you were drafted by them? Because I know here in Chicago, a lot of outsiders think, think it's just all Cubs. So what did you think, what were your interpretations of the White Sox before you became a part of their organization? Uh, yeah, I'm actually from Mississippi, so really the only team growing up that I ever watched was the Braves. So uh, I'm not really that familiar with the White Sox, but I'm definitely very intrigued to learn a lot more about the organization. Uh, I know they have a pretty rich history, and I'm definitely excited, excited to be a part of it. So that's another thing that I feel a little bit awkward about, because you grew up in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Uh, according to my research here, Garrett. The things to do there are the Gulf Islands National Seashore, the Walter Anderson Museum of Art, Front Beach, the Mississippi Vietnam Veterans Memorial, and the Ocean Springs Museum of History. Does any of that ring a bell? Have you been to any of these places? Uh, yeah, no, you pretty much summed it up right there. It's pretty much going to the beach and then going to school. It's about all there is to it. But uh, no, it, is, it really is a beautiful place, though, and uh, definitely if anybody's down there, uh, definitely go visit. They've got a great donut shop, Tater Nut, and uh, they've got a bunch of very beautiful restaurants there. Did you say a donut shop? Yes, sir. Oh, that's this big. Brando, are you in? Donuts? Yeah, are they like gourmet <laughs> donuts, or are they your top-of-the-line hot donuts? What are we talking here? Uh, I would say close to the top-of-the-line hot donuts. Just just good donuts. Uh, I would say uh, if you were to take Christmas Krispy Kreme and probably multiply it by uh, 10, then that, that's it for you right there. How, how many can you down? <laughs> uh, at least six. Wow. Uh, okay, half a dozen. <laughs> that's good work, Garrett. I'm proud of you. I think the White Sox need, are feeling more comfortable by the moment. Hey, uh, from do you remember Hurricane Katrina, which hit in 2005? I think you were six years old, and uh, apparently your town got hit pretty bad. Yeah, no, I was in I was in first grade for that, and uh, we actually went to uh, I believe it was Pensacola to kind of get away from it. We had came back, and my house had actually received four feet of water, and school was destroyed, so kind of everything was a bit delayed. But uh, 
I mean, I, I think that the town itself bounced back pretty good. And that's interesting just to have to, I'm imagining a six-year-old going through that did it seem like a normal thing to you or were your parents terrified like what would you say yeah I mean I, at the time kind of like you said it, it didn't seem that out of the ordinary uh, my parents were definitely very scared but I, I can't remember a time that me and my brother we were begging to go out to the pool while we were in Pensacola but we couldn't go out there because it was absolutely thunderstorming and there was nowhere inside that you uh that you could even see in front of you because uh, there was so much rain well bouncing back for some adversity seems to be kind of a lot in your history i mean you got hit in the face with a line drive last year but it it seems like that somehow worked into you building up a lot of muscle can you kind of talk about that experience and how much you learned about yourself through that yeah, so uh, I put my jaw in the last uh, series of SEC play, and I, I lost close to 15 to 20 pounds. And uh, so from there, I pretty much kind of opted out of summer ball. Uh, this is after completing the season, though. We wound up losing a regional. But So pretty much from breaking my jaw, I opted out of summer ball, but wound up receiving the Team USA uh, Collegiate Trials invite. So uh, I uh, went there for that, and uh, after that, pretty much the main goal was, hey, I need to gain all these 15 to 20 pounds back, and I'm trying to make sure that's all muscle. So uh, the main plan was just to go back to Tennessee and just pretty much work out there with all the incoming freshmen and just make sure that uh, I was pretty much just keeping myself in uh, the best shape as possible. Just since after enduring that injury, I uh, wasn't really able to eat solid foods for about a month after, so I had a lot of catching up to do. So, I mean, losing all that weight, is, is that a factor of what, drinking through a straw or something? Is, is that the case there? Yeah, yeah, that was the main reason. I was on a liquid diet for about three and a half, four weeks. Uh, pretty much like so just drinking all my meals through a straw, just hitting up every smoothie place that was around me. And uh, but then after that, I was able to go to like rice and beans and slowly kind of work myself back up to it. Yeah, what's, what's the most satisfying meal liquefied? No donuts. <laughs> uh, most satisfying meal. It's tough to pick because uh, I was rotating between three smoothies, but uh, I like the peanut butter paradise from uh, Tropical Cafe. Ooh, that sounds Good delicious. I had, a, I had a nice green smoothie today. For the record, everybody should know that spinach kale. I'm feeling very, <laughs> feeling very healthy right now, Garrett. So I, I want to go back to the line drive because it said that you came off the field and you're like, ooh, that didn't particularly feel great, but you actually wanted to stay in the ball game. Is that right? Yeah, no, it didn't really seem that normal to me at the time. I mean, I, I realized that my bite was a little wrong, but I thought it was just kind of due to a loose tooth. I didn't realize that my jaw itself was actually broken. Uh, I was kind of trying to work away with the trainer to where I could just put some gauze in my mouth to to kind of stop the blood from leaking out so I wouldn't have to spit all the time I was on the mound pretty much because, I mean, sorry for the viewers, but my mouth was pretty much filling up with blood as fast as it could, and uh, I, I was spitting out uh, about every five seconds just spitting out mouthfuls. White Sox first-round draft pick Garrett Crochet with us here on 720 WGN pitching through a line drive to the face. And then, so your jaw then gets wired shut and you're still pitching in the SEC tournament. Is that right, too? Um, it, was, it wasn't it was technically wired shut, but it was rubber-banded shut in various places. But um, the SEC tournament I actually had to sit out of. That was the following week uh, of breaking my jaw. But just two weeks after my jaw was when I appeared in the regional and was able to get a win for us.
on the regionals, <laughs> rubber banded up, getting wins. That that's that's uh, sh- people like that type of toughness around here, Garrett. What 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 you do you know anything about Chicago? We're famous for pizza and hot dogs. We have two baseball teams. You're on the White Sox. Uh, not very much, honestly. I'm, I'm excited to get to visit them. I'm excited to get up there. Uh, I've never visited Chicago and don't really know the area too well, but I'm excited to get to know it. It's a great, great city. You're going to love it. it. We have great sports fans. We have great sports teams. You, your organization is loaded with talent. Uh, by the way, I watched your video with uh, Mike Shirley and, and Rick Hahn. That's like an uncomfortable thing, is it not? Like they just draft you and they're calling you up and you're so happy and you don't know what to say. It, it feels like and just watching it, it feels so awkward. Like you don't even know what to do in these moments. I, wow, I'm, I just became a millionaire and now I'm a White Sox and I'm really, really grateful. Like what do you even say? Yeah, no, I mean, it's pretty much exactly how you described it. I'm kind of trying to soak it in uh, bit by bit. But, uh, I mean, afterwards when they called me, I was pretty much speechless. All these things were still going through my head that just happened. And I was really just trying to take in the moment for what it was and make sure that I was able to spend that with my teammates and with my family and just make sure that I was really enjoying myself and uh, just make sure that everybody knew that I was grateful for them that showed up and uh, had supported me in the past. Well, Garrett, I know in your case, these comparisons hold some value, but any time we see a hard-throwing lefty, the name Chris Sale is brought up, and it, it seems to have been brought up a lot. I mean, what do you make of those comparisons? Well, what, do you, what do you take when you hear that? Uh, I mean, I can definitely see the comparisons myself. Uh, I, I would really try hard not to think about it too much, though. I, I feel like my career has a lot, long way to go before I can catch up to what he himself has done, but uh, I, I definitely see it in video comparisons and uh, in the analysis of it, but um, definitely really just trying to be the best pitcher that I could be and be the best with Derek Crochet, not really trying to follow in Chris Sale's footsteps, just really going to make my own path. How's your shoulder feeling, Garrett? There, I, I guess you missed a start or, or had to come out of a game, but in, and people were worried, but then I'm reading a million things that says you're completely fine. Obviously, the White Sox feel that way. They wouldn't have picked you. <laughs> but uh, is there, are you doing anything strengthening-wise, or is that just something that was a little blip on that didn't really mean much at all? Uh, yeah, pretty much just a little blip on the radar. The, uh, the main cause for the issue was I, I felt like I was deficient in uh, one area of my mobility, which uh, we took care of in the fall, and that's what led me to being able to make my start. Um, and uh, pretty much, yeah, I, I feel 100%. That's why I posted that video on Twitter of me throwing 100 in a bullpen so everybody else would feel the same way. But uh, I'm back to normal now, and uh, it really was just kind of like you said earlier, a blip on the radar, and uh, something that is definitely in the rearview mirror now. For the record, I have watched that video, and I'm pretty certain that I could not touch Garrett. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That that was some serious smoke, and whoever was filming it and who was... Who screamed out whatever he screamed out? That was that felt real. <laughs> well, speaking yeah, of no, it was. <laughs> speaking of not touching, uh, that's what a lot of us are doing these days. And uh, unfortunately, it goes down to the sports sports world where we can't be playing anything. But I know a lot of organizations actually found that beneficial because they got to really dive into talking to college athletes and high school athletes instead of them playing games and you know all the restrictions. Did you did you sense that? Did you feel like a lot of teams were asking you a lot of questions? Did you you feel like it was easier to, I don't know, converse with these decision makers because you're not actually playing games right now? Uh, yeah, I felt fairly comfortable with it. I, I felt like uh, I would have rather have let my game do the talking, but having conversations, I felt like did the exact same justice. I felt like I was able to kind of speak my way into my competitive nature and let things see the real me and uh, see my competitive attitude and see that I really just love to play ball. And uh, I, I feel like overall, I, I ended up exactly what I should. 
organization that believes in me. Yeah, word on the street is that you were under the frying pan a little bit there, or on the frying pan, or being fried up, whatever I'm trying to say here, Garrett. The White Sox had like 10 people on one Zoom call with you all interrogating Garrett Crochet. <laughs> yeah, they, they were just trying to get to know me rightfully so. I mean, there's a lot of money on the line and uh, limited picks this year, but uh, I feel like they, they got pretty comfortable with me, and I'm just glad that they were able to, and uh, which overall led to them making the ultimate decision that has now changed my life. Well, Garrett, congratulations. Thanks for being on 720 WGN, and uh, we look forward Thank to you. seeing you in Chicago whenever you get here, hopefully sooner than later. I, I'm sure that would be your preference, but to whatever it is, we look forward to seeing you, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you all for having me. It is our pleasure. Garrett Crochet, 720 WGN.